right. So this is Stories and Solutions. I have a, a super cool guest here. He goes by Chris. And I'm going to kind of let you, him tell you about himself, but I can tell you shortly. I've known him over 20 years and uh, we met um, at a music magazine and where I met my also now wife. And then um, uh, we did music together. We just be became friends and then it just became like another part of the family. But he's super talented. I would say a lot of things that I'd rather you say because it's your thing. And then uh, we're going to have a hopefully enlightening conversation about um, death. <laughs> Most people are afraid of it. So I don't know. Like, I think like you have to talk about it somewhere in your life because, you know, why have a will? Why have a trust? Why have a, you know what I mean? You got to know you're going to die. So, you know, unless you just don't know. Yeah. So this is Chris and welcome, buddy. Well, what's uh, up, man? Uh, so my name is Chris. Uh, I've known Todd for a very, very long time, a couple of decades. Yeah. <laughs> a long time. That's a long time in uh, a human being's life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like Todd said, I, uh, I do multiple things in entertainment, ranging from uh, magic to music yeah. uh, to acting to producing. Uh, that's both producing music and television and, um, you know, to creating and just kind of you know all around entertainment and you know that's that's kind of where where i lie kind of wish i didn't uh i didn't go that path <laughs> because it's pretty hard but life is hard so you know you got to do what you love and uh that's what i love and that's what i know how to do so yeah that's awesome because uh doing this right now minus the visual is what I, i'm comfortable this way you've known me for yeah but yeah yeah i'm not too comfortable in front of the camera unless yeah. you know i'm still hidden away but uh i think we sh share the same i don't want to say goals but like you know you aspire to do something and for oh. me, you know what i mean like i have this now and then i have you know my well shirts. you've been rocking a lot of stuff man you've been doing shirts and you've been doing this <laughs> podcast and you've been doing uh music and you know you've been rocking it so i think that's awesome you know it's awesome yeah, thank you. I'm trying to, you know, like I always hear this thing, like there's never the right time to uh, start. And I hear a yeah. lot, you know, I hear a lot of that while you're trying to figure out the right way, you, you know, you're passing time. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? there's a lot of sayings that, that talk about that. Yeah. Right. Well, so, one, there's a lot of famous sayings that say, you know, life happens when you're too busy making or when you're making plans, making right? Plans. Yeah. And, and that's the you crazy know? thing. I don't really make a lot of plans because I know life. You know what I mean? You can plan on going to work and, and the freeway falls apart. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, so I, I, I'm i more like, oh, we're going to go here tomorrow. OK. And then tomorrow I'll start thinking about it. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I think that kind of happens with age, too. Right. Because like true 18, 18 year old me was making actually even I, I knew what I wanted to do since I was like nine or ten or something. You know, wow. I was like I started as wanting to be an actor. Okay. So, you know, but I, I started that early and I was, you know, already doing plays and stuff when I was like 12 or something. So I always knew, uh, known what I wanted to do. So young me <laughs> was already making plans. But how did that work out? Because I'm not, you know, I'm not an Oscar winner like, uh, you know, young me thought I was going to be. You know, I'm not. Yeah, a, but, but now here, here, here on the good side of this, I won't say your age because I won't say mine either. Um, <laughs> But I'll say this, you're close to my wife's age. Someone who, I don't remember who said it to me, but someone said to me, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. 
you know, um, and uh, oh, I know I was at the voiceover place. Um, I won't plug them this time. I said it before, but I was at the, <laughs> the voiceover place and, um, you know, I took the whole classes and all that stuff and had the directors. They 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 critique you and all that. And she said you would be a great budget uh, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because like they can't pay, uh-huh. pay him, so they get my voice. Yeah. And and she said, yeah, he didn't start till da, da, da. so then that's what I remembered. You know, like uh, so don't think like that because uh, a you're super talented. Two, um, you've had two two shows on the network, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. But but I wasn't saying like I'm not going to still be successful. What I'm saying is. Young me made a plan that you know I was going to be an Oscar winner at like twenty five. Oh, you know, like okay. so. Young me's plans didn't didn't happen the way they were supposed to happen. You know, so like yeah. you know, like that keeps saying young me, but whatever eight year old, twelve year old me made some plans that didn't happen. You no, know, I get you. I'm not saying that those plans won't or whatever plans are, are you know whatever I still want to do. There's still a path to get to some of those plans. It's just you know it didn't happen the way. I was planning it when I was super young, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. You know, so I'm trying to think, like, if I wasn't in entertainment and, like, trying to do that stuff, if I would be on my social media a lot, I don't think I would, you know? I, well, I, what, I, what, I, what do you think you would be doing? You, if, if I wasn't in entertainment? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't see, know what path that would be. But now, now, see how you said you were nine years old and you knew? Yeah. I didn't ever think I was good enough. We had this conversation, I think. But I didn't never think I was good enough to be on stage. But I will tell you a crazy thing. When we worked at Hits, Gary, uh, when we were there, he said something like, uh, when are you going to get your music? And I said, oh, keep laughing at me. I said, you're going to see, um, you're going to be watching the uh, American Music Awards. And I said, and you're going to see me accept an award, 2001. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see and i was like focused and i you know i was doing stuff and i think you and i linked up uh we did music it was it 2001 yeah i think it was around there yeah. 2001 yeah so like <laughs> <laughs> so like uh i was like like how you had that vision i had it where i was like i may not have any you know like you said like you have don't mean have oscar i may not have a grammy i may not have a american music award i may not have a you know whatever it is the bet award and whatever it is but i know like any painter or, or whatever it is they're still doing their craft and they still love what they're doing mm-hmm. you know but i didn't think prior to that i didn't think i was good enough to accept those kind of things now it's like i just focus on what i want and it's like okay, I'm going to go do it this way. And then, you know, sometimes it works and most of the time it doesn't, but, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But when I do it, I, I, I feel that I hope that the sincerity in me comes through first. You know what I mean? To whoever you're talking to. And I know, as you know, like you said, if you went to go sell a show, they don't care about sincerity. They're looking at bottom line and, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a business. Yeah, and 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 then the music side, uh, it's the same. But I think because it's more creative, they tend to listen to your vision first to see if they're 
you know, if it syncs up with the way they are. Mm-hmm. So what was your thought about coming on the show? Have what was my thought? It? Yeah, like, have you heard one yet? I just heard clips um, that you sent out on Instagram. Because oh, I think okay. uh, I, at one time I was trying to find you on YouTube. Um, and I was because I thought this would be on YouTube, but there's not a lot of your podcasting stuff on YouTube that no, I could not, find. Not yet, not yet. I haven't put anything yet because I was trying to film people like when I actually go to the where the hub is, the uh-huh. DOP, DOP hub. It's like it's, uh, it's just the office, but it's like I have the podcast space and there's a green screen and you know it's all like it's all set up like uh-huh. you know tables and mics and everything uh lights and everything but um when i have people there it, ironically they go there to be there and then they go oh i don't want to be filmed all right <laughs> so, <laughs> that's funny so, you see so i can't yeah. really post anything like that yeah because i have I, like i'm on everything like spotify apple but it's it's podcast like if you're looking for a podcast yeah see, i don't yeah i don't really go to the exactly. podcast world yeah and, but and a lot people, of people do you know i i just just i haven't yet yeah, and I know the there's way. a lot of stuff out there to do it, you know. I'm a big true crime guy, and I know there's tons of yeah, yeah, true yeah. crime stuff that I haven't gotten into, but yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So you like the 48 hours and all that? Oh man. Yeah. Dateline. Uh yeah, 48 hours, uh 2020. Um, I mean, all the stuff on like oxygen and you know, I'm a I love that show. I, I forgot what channel it is. It's uh, HSN or I, uh, not Home Shopping Network. Definitely wouldn't be on the Home Shopping Network. It was um, <laughs> I forgot what channel it is, uh, but it's the one that's very scary people with Mark Wahlberg, who's the host. Have you seen that one? Oh, um, no, I haven't actually. But I know I know uh, Mark Wal- Wahlberg because they had that show Wahlburgers. Donnie was... Wahlberg, not Mark. Don- Donnie oh, Wahlberg. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's a great show because they they kind of go like it's is it two hour shows or yeah, I think it's either two hours or four hour shows, but they really go into in, in depth on like a little bit more famous kind of serial killers. Like, you know, they did uh, Manson and Casey and Bundy and, you know, Ramirez and all those oh, guys, okay. but they really took like deep dives into it. So right. yeah, I've been, I've been liking those a lot, you know, the true crime stuff. I just yeah. saw the, the Gacy tapes on uh, Netflix, that yeah. was those. but I had read that book. So I kind of knew the uh, story already, but just to kind of hear his voice and just what a pompous ass he was, you know, when he was talking about, you know, his murders and all that stuff, you know, those guys yeah. are, those guys have something. Un- that's, untouchable. I think yeah. I'm untouchable. You think, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, they I'm not a serial killer, so I don't dumber. know. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. That's what the police always say. Like those guys think they're the smartest guys in the room, Yeah, you know, when they're interviewing them or whatever, you know, they, they just have this air that, that they're too smart to be caught. You know? Well, because they're either they either are, are like master manipulators, or yeah, they are, yeah, right, or they're like narcissists, or both. I think they're then, both. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. it's uh, kind of funny. Uh, I heard magicians were um, the average ser- serial killer. You know why? Is a magician? Yeah. Why? You know why? Why? You can make them disappear. <laughs> oh, hey, oh. <laughs> hey, I just now. made that up, <laughs> and it sounded like it too. <laughs> well, I was saying because Gacy was a clown slash wannabe magician, so I yeah. was like, oh, I thought yeah. he was the guy from It. Oh, Pennywise. Yeah, like he, like I thought that was based off of him. 
No, Pennywise is based off of, I just saw a trivia question where Pennywise is based off of, I forgot where it was, but I don't think it was off of Gacy. Because oh, Gacy's a you know straight up serial killer. Yeah. Pennywise is like a supernatural a, clown yeah. beast thing. He's, you know? he's, in, he's in your imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gacy is not. Gacy was yeah. very much real and did some crappy things to some, yeah. you know, to like 33 kids. It's a lot of people. I didn't watch that um, thing. I got, well, you know, I work with kids, but yeah. Yeah, some of that stuff makes me angry. Oh, man, yeah. Well, he basically buried, like, it wasn't 33. He buried, it was 33 people that he actually ended up killing. But I think he I think he buried, like, 28 boys, pretty much, in his uh, basement area, like, under underneath his house. So oh, he, he, he buried, like, 28 bodies under under his house. It was, yeah. it was nuts. Like, it was it's a cra- crazy case. Yeah, I guess it was a crazy case. <laughs> we can talk about true crime all, all day i love true crime yeah that's cool i'm definitely that's the target audience on on all this i, I wonder because like it, there's definitely a wave of true crime that kind of happened within the last couple of years and i'm trying to think like what that what started it because now it's everywhere i mean it, it was like dateline and like it was before covid but it was it was like i'm trying to think like what what was the phenomenon that because like oxygen is now just straight up true crime 24 7 true crime you know, they have like ID, which is 24-7 true oh, crime. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I know that channel. So yeah, so I wonder what well, I mean, it's probably online, like the the timeline or, of you know how this thing became popular. I think the media, because I promote guys that when you're growing up, your parents watch the news. So when you watch the news or you hear the news, even if it's subliminally, you're hearing what's going on in the neighborhoods and it always is something to do with a murder uh a death something violent it's never you know today was sunny and bright and oh the news yeah the news never like that right so when you're young you already have that in your in your head yeah right then as you get older even if you start to turn off the news you have social social media which they're going to quote on it so you're going to look at your instagram and it's going to say so-and-so died in a plane crash or whatever it is. And it starts to evoke, you know, if you're empathetic, it evokes certain things like how you were talking about with dopamine before. Mm-hmm. Right. So that all, all that stuff is like, it's like studied, like, okay. Uh, Cause I'm a behavior guy. Right. I know. Yeah. Behavior. So it's like you can get people to do what you want. If you're in control of what spikes them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how I see, like, when you're, like, people that are, like, uh, always stressed out, people that cry easy, like, 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 they get excited easy. And when you're a kid, you know, you see things, you're way more attached to your emotions, and you cry, and you get upset. And then when you get older, it's just like a reminder, like PTSD almost. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, there's always like some. Uh, what I was saying was, or thinking was that there was, there's always some spark that you know, because obviously that's what you described as human nature, and everyone, you know, that's the like news has been around for a long time and all this stuff. But like, there's this within the last, I don't know, four years, five years, you know, like the true crime thing has taken off, like you know, like I was seeing on channels and all this stuff is just popping up everywhere. So I'm wondering yeah, about well, like like what, what that was. But, but, but like, I'm, but like, there had to have been something because obviously networks are going to put things on that sell, right? So, like, what, what did they put on? And they saw the numbers and they're like, maybe it wasn't making a murder from Netflix. You know, I know that everyone talked about that. 
you know, like that big documentary, like what was it, five years ago or something? Oh, okay. Was it five years ago? Um, you know, like what what was the spark on you know that like made everybody go, ooh, true crime yeah, style. Yeah. So let's that, let's do our own true crime stuff. You know, that like that, TV that show, type of thing. That TV show, how to commit a murder without being caught. No, it was making a murder was about the documentary about um, I don't know the names of the people involved anymore. I saw it a long time ago, but it was a documentary on Netflix. It was like a six to eight part documentary or ten part even on netflix and it was like a huge huge you know uh water cooler moment where everyone was talking about it so i'm, I'm trying to think if it was something like that that like came on and aired and everybody was like "Ooh, you know let's do our own making a murder Ooh, you know and then like everybody started to kind of put theirs out and saw like "Ooh, we're getting the numbers and people are watching and you know and then it just became this phenomenon you know that everyone needs their own true crime you know yeah. story or series you know no i get what you're saying yeah i just think that when you're thinking about my behavior if you say how do I manipulate people's minds to make them buy things because they're going to want to be distracted from the way things really are. Right. Uh -huh. So then you have things where it's now I'm not afraid of cocaine because I watched 20, 20 movies with people doing cocaine and they never died. So we're going to uh, end this um, segment with uh, serial killers, magicians, true crime. This yeah. is a pretty good episode so far. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Tat T-Shirts, conversation clothing to make you think. Tat, T-A-T-T hyphen T-E-E shirts.com or on the gram at Tat, T-A-T-T underscore T-double-E shirts. All right, so we had a uh, nice segment with Chris here, and uh, he uh, uh, has this uh, topic that we were going to discuss. And I'm hoping that this topic it can be looked at not as a negative thing, but actually not necessarily, well, what's so positive about it, but more like, oh, I didn't see it that way. So I'm hoping. The discussion tonight, <laughs> unpopular, <laughs> is about death. And um, I'm just going to run down some questions I had, and you can tell me whatever you think. And I, I have a couple things that have happened to me in my lifetime about death. So I mean, we share yeah. we, we share something, you know, also. Yeah. So I thought that I think this will be, I think this will be really cool. So what age did, did you see or learn about death? You know, I don't know uh, the exact age. You know, I'm sure um, the first kind of memory that I have of it is uh, my grandma Julie was her name okay. and she passed away when I was when I was pretty young um, and I was pretty close to her um, she was my dad's stepfather's mother is who she yeah, was okay and um, we actually lived in her in her in her house um, over in um, be like uh like Lincoln Heights area, Lincoln Heights. Okay. And um, she, you know, uh, I moved around a lot when I was younger. And yes, um, yeah, and uh, she was one of the places that, you know, she was super cool, let us live there. And I just remember she was a really sweet lady. Um, she had these little wiener dogs. He's like, <laughs> I think it was like two little wiener dogs that I always remember, uh, you know, because they'd always be by her side. And, 
and they would always uh, have a little a little red rubber ball that you would throw and you know they would get the ball and come back and it was just a really nice house you know just like a really pleasant house to be in like a home yeah it was a home you know yeah and she we actually she it's funny there was a lot of generations there she lived there with her mother um so her mother lived there her and her we we just called her granny okay (laughs) Um, oh so you knew you knew her yeah 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 Yeah. granny lived there too and then grandma julie and then myself my dad and, and my mom we had one room um you know upstairs that we lived in and uh yeah and then i remember she she passed away and that was you know kind of my first brush you know i I was young i don't remember how young i was but i I was young and you know she was a uh, very close person to me and i remember you know obviously being super super sad but you know my my parents were always super open in in communicating things and you know i i I think we did have a talk you know like like a sit-down talk about you know death and dying and you know that's just the kind of you know process that happens in life and you know all that stuff but i think that was my first kind of brush with with death was uh, my grandma julie my first big brush you know with that yeah because it's someone that you knew like someone that i was very close with yeah yeah i i i was mine was uh i think i knew death early because like people around me were dying Mm -hmm. you know but um i found like a dead body when i was really young I was where, uh, where we lived. Um, we were in uh, Yonkers, in uh, New York. They're like long hallways. So my cousin and I we would play like um, uh, and this kid, what was his name? Kenny. Uh, man, that's how weird. So uh, you would go down these hallways, and we would play like we were uh, detectives, which is kind of funny with your true crime thing. <laughs> <laughs> But we would do that, and I had walkie-talkies that my dad had actually got me because he didn't live with me. Like, he, he was in um, out here, and, and I lived over there. But he um, got those, so we would, you know, pretend. And I remember saying, there's a terrible smell, and I think he thought I was, like, making it up. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to tell him, like, no, it was a really a terrible smell. And uh, so then we investigated, and this guy died in his wheelchair at the door it seemed like he was trying to open the door wow but, but couldn't make it but it was yeah he, he had to been there for over a week wow yeah because wow. they said because one night when i saw him he looked like uh like greenish wow man that's that's nuts he was there for a week and nobody at, at, at least saw him or yeah i mean i i don't know maybe they did you know couldn't do anything because like where i live i remember like okay <laughs> When I was seven, my neighbor, that's in one of my uh, poems, actually. Uh, when I was seven, and my neighbor, he got uh, shot in the head right in front of me. And I could see the smoke. I was on my way to the get the elevator because my mom, we lived on the 15th floor. Yeah. My, my mom would say, go get the elevator because by the time I get up there, she could still, you know, make a lunch or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? That kind of thing. And they would always fight, so it wasn't anything new. Like, you'd hear people fighting all the time. But this particular day, you heard them really fighting and then the walls were like shaking and this dude had a bat and he hit the guy with the bat and his head was like caved in and then the dude boom wow. shot him yeah, wow i could see everything and i was seven and then our my other neighbor lived on the 13th floor and she was pregnant and she jumped and we were coming home from school and they had the fire department with the big rubber thing to to the to the net to tent yeah yeah and you saw you actually saw her yeah jump. i saw her you saw the jump, jump. 
Yeah, she had. Did all she this, make the? She, did she make no, it? no. Mm-hmm. She had this um, greenish, like it was white, but like green stripes with flowers dress, and she was like eight months pregnant. And when she bounced, she bounced like a ball. And then when she, you could see her stomach, like looking like if it like alien was trying to get out. Oh man! Yeah, that's just, horrible, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah, so I wonder if sometimes if that's why I don't sleep, because I have so many things in my head, you know. I think that might do some of it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. Imagine, you know? I, and I'm still considered sane. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my death, uh, type of thing. Um, so I think it was more like I can't be at that point in my life i couldn't be told like in a nice way you know yeah like like, oh death is like if i talk to my kids now um i actually wrote a book and uh i was on a book signing tonight not mine but uh, a friend of mine and she actually inspired me to put my book out oh great man that's awesome yeah so i wrote it like six years ago (laughs) something like that i wrote it because of my uh father-in-law when he passed my son like i was just saying you can't talk about death in a certain way to a four-year-old so i wrote about it in a celestial type of way okay yeah so um he has the option of understanding what that is like oh so that's you know what happens to you versus you know like sometimes he sees me i'm sure i'm watching something and somebody gets shot or something i'm not going to shield them but, right. you know, like I showed him the other day, my um, target practice thing from the shooting range. And he was like, wow, you, you hit a lot on the head. And I was like, yeah. And I explained why and all that. And then I told him, you know, like why you do it, like why you would have it. And it's you can just it could be um, like if it was a bow and arrow, what's the difference? It's just you're doing target practice, a skill. And I said, don't be afraid of it. And uh and he was like, whoa, so you use a gun? You know what I mean? You know, but I try to explain to him, like, the gun isn't going to hurt you. It's the person holding it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if it's sitting in a box, it shouldn't it shouldn't hurt you. And if you go to pick it up, there should be a lock on it or not loaded, you know. Um, but if you pick it up and point it or you let your friend pick it up and point it, it can hurt you because you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I explained it to him like the weights too. Like you pick up weights, and a lot of kids just want to be able to pick it up, but then they don't realize like they're young, but they can still get hernias. You know, they can still hurt themselves. So you have to like know what it is, and yeah, you know. So that's kind of how I show them. Do you think uh, death should be mourned or celebrated? Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on you know how each person takes that process, right? Like. You know, I, I, I don't think there's a one way to to take a death, you know, because everyone's different. Everyone is going to grieve or take it the way they're going to take it. I do think you probably, you know, need some sort of mourning process, you know, like to, you know, just to kind of have your brain, you know, kind of figure out what, what the hell just happened and, you know, deduct all that stuff in your head and, you know, and I think that's the, the process that they, you know, always talk about that the grieving process, you know, you got to go through that, the mourning process. Um, but I, you know, I can still, I can see it in the celebration too, you know, like, cause you celebrate that person's life, you yeah. know, um, you know, cause like when my, when my dad passed away, you know, it, you know, obviously that was super, super, super hard, but um, you know, we, he was a great man. So, you know, 
we celebrated his his life as well yeah you know um so yeah, i don't think there's there's you know one correct answer for that because everyone is different everyone's going to take it you know the way they're going to take it but i do think you need some sort of process to you know to kind of have everything processed into your into your mind what, what happened and you know how, how, how your life is going to move forward without that individual you know yeah i remember when i did um when my dad passed away it was super helpful for me because i was right in the middle of um shooting my first tv show and um you know i think that helped me in kind of a weird way you know just kind of definitely knowing that that you know my dad was had passed away but also you know kind of splitting my my brain with you know having knowing that he had passed away but then also like okay you know i have a pretty big responsibility that i still have to deal with you know by producing this this television show and i think that kind of helped me along with you know because i think if i wasn't doing that and i was just home you know not doing anything just yeah, being depressed and laying in bed and it's not wanting to get out all day yeah oh yeah my face but yeah so it was like it was like a mixture of you know dealing with it but then also dealing with with the heavy stressful work and in a weird way that it, it, it kind of helped me you know it, it, it helped me kind of uh in that whole process and the very very beginning process because i think that very beginning you know what is, is super hard obviously because you know that's right when it happened yeah and so you know i had those couple of months of you know really getting to work and you know so i, I think that helped me out yeah no i agree with you i don't think there's any any which way one way as i'm more or less just asking but my the way i think is i study stuff so like i'll look down south for example new orleans in or new orleans um alabama mississippi um those people celebrate your death you know it's like this big parade sending home you know um then you have i noticed like if you go to towards the midwest they have the burial the typical burials and the the mourning process and i'm not saying that the down south doesn't mourn they, obviously they do like my wife's father like my father-in-law when he passed it was a memorial so that was to talk about him in a in a positive i guess way versus just uh you know like oh tell, everybody tells a story and you know and the body's there and all that and he he was cremated so he wasn't there mm-hmm. and you know what i mean so it's a different thing i, I yeah. think um like i have like for me i told asia i wanted to have a party before like if i know for example if i know like okay i'm really sick or they gave me, you know, five years or whatever it is, I would have a party first. And that party is like a going away party, but nobody would know. Uh-huh. And it's filmed and what have you. Um, if it was a sudden thing, I told her still have it where the people that know me closest, even if you have to do it in sections, like you have them there and everybody's obviously looking for me, but the, the music I play, you know, like the themes that I, that'll remind you, oh, this is definitely Todd. Anyway, mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. And then when it's all over and then people know like, oh man, I didn't know that. And that's it. But, you know, there's party favors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I kind of, you know, like there's movies and, you know, I, there's some clips on YouTube and stuff. I don't know if they're real or not where, you know, 
like there was this one that I saw where uh, this this they were they were all at the burial and they were burying this guy and and then I think there was a voice that that, that was kind of heard from from the casket and was like, "Hey, <laughs> I ain't dead yet. <laughs> hey, let me out of here." And like everybody was looking. I don't know if it was a if it was a prank or not, but like it was really funny because you know the guy obviously had a sense of humor and if if it is true, oh you know, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, and then the and then they were laughing because the girl was standing there, and and uh, it was a, a audio recording. Yeah, 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 you know, I think that's how, and I think that's kind of what you're saying too, a little bit. Is you know, I I would want my, and it's easier said than done because I know people are gonna be, you know, mourning and sad, and you know, it's just it's just the natural process of human behavior. But I would like mine to be more like that, more. I don't want to say a party where everyone's like, oh, let's party it up, but yeah more like a party you know more like yeah. where you know it's it's not necessarily so so sad you know where 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 there's little things that happen that you know make it more like lighthearted is the wrong word but you, you know what i mean right like you know just, no, just a little I, bit I'm more 100 percent. yeah i'd rather do have that element yeah. you know than, yeah. than just crying your eyes out and being so so sad and you know depressed and all that stuff you know yeah i figured i'd have like a recording of me saying so uh, lucky for you guys, I'm being cremated because I had told my wife that, you know, you bury me face down so you can all kiss my ass. <laughs> you see, uh -huh. like, like, yeah. like this is the only time I can get you all together in a room. You know how many times I've asked everybody to come support me to a show. You wait till yeah, exactly. You never go to my show. Yeah, you never go you to show. listen to my yeah. You never even listen to my music. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that'll yeah. be. That's what I would do, and I'd be like, yeah. "So don't think that just because I'm dead that I don't know where you are, right?" Yeah. So yeah, I'd be like, "That's yeah. funny." Yeah. See, that's how I see it. Yeah, um, I agree, man. I totally agree with that. <laughs> are you afraid of death? No, I'm not afraid of death. Um, Me either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, curious to know how I'm gonna go. I guess. <laughs> that's what. Um, that's what just happened to me. Oh, with your yeah, health incident? I, yeah, I felt like it was like, like, holy shit. Like, I'm like, in my head, I was like, one part of me, I was angry because I was like, this is a shitty way to die. Like, uh -huh. your, your body's like shutting down, like one by one. Like, I couldn't feel my face from my nose down. My hands were shaking, like, like wobbling like this. Yeah. Um, I couldn't feel my legs. And my head felt like it was being crushed. And I thought, this is terrible. If I get this, you know, the way I go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I was like, even when I had my car accident, I was like, wow, am I going to see like this light? Am yeah. I, you know, am I going to hear, hear my sister say, hey, knucklehead, we're over here. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, all yeah. this, you know, that was going through my head. So, yeah, I'm not afraid of death either. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's like, um, you know, I think it, it kind of goes down to maybe a little bit to like what you, because obviously nobody knows, but what happens after you die, right? Like that, yeah. that might be why people may be afraid, you know, like if you believe in heaven and hell, then, you know, and you're believing you're going to go to one of those places or, you know, wherever you kind of believe that may be a reason why, you know, maybe people are one of the reasons, you know, that, that yeah. people may be afraid because you don't know what's going to happen after 
you know like yeah. what's like you were saying you know are you going to see the light you know like are you going to hear your sister you know like you just don't know you know you yeah. don't and even if that were to happen you know you don't know if that's really happened or if that was your brain you know kind of just making yeah, that shit up yeah because yeah. if that shit was you know was happening like yeah so yeah i think that's why you know a lot of people kind of you know that's that, that that's an element too are you afraid of dying because you don't know what's after you know it's you don't know what the next step is going to be you know the, the next part of this um so the voice like i think you'll hear it because again like those tv shows you are conditioned to believe that that's what you're going to hear because we watch shows and they go uh i died and i came back and what do they say oh i heard my mother yeah, you saw the light or you, yeah, your life flashed before you. Yeah. So even if you die and you turn in, like your spirit leaves your body and it becomes whatever part of the elements that are out in the sky. And now you're a bigger part of the equation, not yeah. just this, you know, slave walking around, you know, you're just actual part of the atmosphere. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Um, I think that and you can go anywhere because it's particles, mm -hmm. right? And that energy, I think if you leave with the energy of being at peace, this is just my theory, but like, you know, your energy is at peace. You're ready to, you're, you're okay with it because you are looking forward to, as you said, like what's next. Mm -hmm. Then I think you end up where you had always thought you would be or wanted to be or wondered about mm -hmm. because, because we were fed that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I say conditioning. I think it it's always going to be, it's never going to be what you think it is because you'd have to let go like of everything you learned. I'm in that process right now. Like I don't, tr I don't listen to anything because I don't trust anything. Uh, and I, I'm more like <clears throat> common sense. If I poured this over this, what would happen? Not what they've been telling me for 20 years. What would have actually happened? All right. You know, that's kind of, yeah. I've been like that for a while. I thought of like, um, I had this, one of, one of my theories, you know, when they say your life flashes before you, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it flashes so fast, you know, like, yeah. like they say all the, all the moments, yeah. like what, 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 one of my thoughts was like, well, maybe, maybe my life is flashing before me. Maybe this is the flash, but because you don't, because time is not really, you yeah, know, it doesn't they, exist. They, yeah, it doesn't really exist. Right. And we may perceive this as slow life, mm -hmm. you know, like whatever it is, 70 years, whatever long you live, yeah. but you know, you don't know that. So I'm thinking like, what if somewhere I'm actually dying and this, this is uh -huh. my life flashing before my eyes. Before you. Yeah. Like if you like, have your, if you have your, uh, VCR or whatever you call it now, DVR on like eight time forward. Yeah. So this, this is my flash. Like right now, this is a flash and I'm, somewhere where my body is in the hospital dying or in a car crash yeah, yeah, dying yeah. or something and this is my flash right. that was one of my thoughts like you know because they say your life flashes before you but i was saying what if this is my flash you know that would be a great movie <laughs> yeah it probably would be yeah, yeah the flash we should write yeah it. i think it could be a pretty good little short too well, to start you, off could, as a short. you could sell it yeah you could sell it i i figured out how to sell ideas i'm just trying to figure out how to get to the right people i even well, got that's kind of like Go ahead. that's kind of like the it's a short story, right? Mm -hmm. um, or even Jacob's Ladder, actually. But the, all, the, the those first, are all short stories. The yeah, the one that I was thinking about was was the one about the guy who is 
I'm going to screw it up, but this is what I remember. He's like, he's, he's some sort of military guy. Right. And he's, he's in the war and then he comes out of the war and he lives oh, yeah, his yeah. life basically. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden his like neck, his neck breaks or something. And it turns out that that was his flash. And, and we actually turn back and he's being hung or something. Right. Oh, and I, it, I, I, I so, think so I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah. His life is actually flashing as, he's, as he's yeah. falling down. And that, and that what he fails is him breaking his neck. Right. You know, so, so, so he was flashing back. Yeah. That, because the, he's, he's seeing the end. Yeah. So that's kind of my, I guess that's kind of like my idea. Like, like this is, I this you. is, this is the flash, you know, I think Jacob Ladder does the same thing. Kind of has the pretty, same thing. That's really interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, okay. Here's a cool, a cool question. I think it's kind of goofy, but how would you feel if, like say someone you just really didn't like it could be when you're a kid um but you know like they're they're like real shitty towards you and you know it could be a girl a girlfriend that you had and you're like find out she was like bump uh bopping your friend and <laughs> you know what i mean like something like that and you're like uh-huh. you know this bitch no 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 and then you find out you're like man i hope you get hit by a truck and then like five years go by you run into someone and they're like Hey, oh, she got hit by a truck. Yeah. <laughs> like the way you think of death, would you feel bad or would you be like, that ain't got nothing to do with me? Well, I don't think I've ever thought about that, 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 uh, twisted about somebody where I wish oh, that, that they, they would die. Yeah. That they, that they would die. I don't think I've ever thought like, man, I hate you so much that I wish you would die. Um, me either. Yeah. Um, I so wish I guess le- that answers leprosy. my question, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wish. <laughs> Go, yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I guess that answers my question or your question. Right? Yeah. I wish I, uh, leprosy on someone. Yeah, you can go a little, a little farther than, or not as close as death, but you know, a little, a little bit out there yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. Actually, you know what? I don't think I wish bad about people because at that point you're just kind of. You know, because I think we're both kind of the same. You know, we we, yeah. we we like we like to be positive. We like to be around positivity. Yeah, you're gonna get mad. You're a human being. You know, but you know, I think both of us and you know, talking with each other, I you know, I think we're both you know, wanting to be surrounded by more positive than negativity. You know, yeah. and in in that, you don't want to throw out negative. You know, like man, I hope you die in a plane crash or you yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. you know, yeah, that's so yeah. Me. Yeah, that's not me either. So, 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 tell me uh, what you feel about because you mentioned your dad, and it's like yeah. so you know you have death, you know what death is, um, and like I said, obviously that's the closest person to you. Do you have those typical like, oh, I have a regret, or like now you have a bucket list, or like you know that kind of thing? Like regrets towards towards my dad when my dad. Yeah, like if you didn't say something, or because everybody goes through that thing where, like, like my sister, I didn't think, oh man, I should have said this or should have, and then I thought, no matter what I said, I still would have said, oh, I should have said this. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. Obviously, my dad, my my mom, and my dad are are the most important people to me. So when you know my dad, I I always saw us as like, you know, like a triangle or like a you know it was it was three of us you know it was always the three of us so yeah. when he passed away it was like whoa i just lost you know a third of that little life in my head that i was you know kind of had um but 
honestly, I have zero regrets with, with my dad awesome. and how he passed because I, I hung out with him so much. And every day, maybe yeah. even more, more than every day, I would say, I love you. And up until the point where he couldn't talk anymore, he would always say he loved me. And even when he couldn't talk anymore, I, I would go and hold his hand. And like, we would have this little, like, you know, where, where I would squeeze and he would squeeze. And I think that we were saying, I love you. I love you too. Yeah. You know? Um, so I, I honestly, I have no regrets. Uh, I'm sad, you know, cause my dad yeah. was an awesome, He's awesome dude. There. He's not here. We have no more memories to create all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I have no regrets, you know, for, uh, yeah, with dealing with my pop. That's how I'm, I feel. I'm lucky, lucky. Cause yeah. I know a lot of people have regrets. Like I should have said this, like, yeah, I should have said, I love you more. I should have, I have none of that. Yeah. Like, cause like, I, I feel clean, you know, that's good. Cause like yeah. my sister, she would always say, love you. And I'd always say, yeah, me too. Uh-huh. I wasn't a person that said, even with my mom, like she'll say, uh, I love you. Then I'll say, I love you too. But I don't say it first. I've never been. I just don't like it. It's uh-huh. not a, it's not a, like a, Oh, I don't need you. Yeah. I, I honestly think it has to do with my childhood. I think it has to do with being disappointed. Um, and, and not, and, and then when you, you know, when you realize like unconditional, still conditional, uh-huh. yeah, you tend to like not really listen to what people say. Yeah. I, I feel things more. So I go there. Yeah, you're a great guest. I think we could do this again. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I mean you're you're my bro. You know, like <laughs> you're your your family. You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. I same yeah. same same with you. Yeah. Um, we have to do. I have what six minutes. Okay, so here's two things. We have to release music before we die, since we're talking about death. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, I have. <laughs> well, you know, I've been doing these weekly bass covers. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll plug it. It's YouTube. You can check Gong's channel out. Um, it's my yeah, G O N G S channel. Uh, but yeah, that's why I've been like, you know, one of the things I've been doing is putting out these videos every week, you know, because I've been like, you know what? Why am I waiting? You know, why am I waiting to like release things and put things out, you know? Yeah. So that's why I've been like, you know, every week, just like I'm throwing out another one because. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, you got to just, you know, we're creative. So, we, you know, we've we, we got to do creative things and. You know, I, so, I, I, I do. I just don't put them out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's okay too, you know, because yeah. at least you're creating and, you know, getting your creative energy out some, some way, you know? Yeah. Like the, like the one with you and I, I think because of what happened, like when COVID happened, uh-huh. like the next day, I think as I was at your house and then the next day there was lockdown. Remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, it's not the right time to tell people about my wish. And then that, <laughs> You know, now, I always think that too. Like, I don't want to bother people. You know, like when certain things, like when George Floyd and all that stuff, I was like, I'm not gonna put out stuff because nobody, you know, nobody's, nobody's like, listen, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I wouldn't even feel right. Like, hey guys, I know all this stuff's happening, but listen to my cover of Painted Black. But you know, like, yeah, I don't want to yeah. do that. I just yeah. didn't feel right. You know, but, I'm the same way. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I feel you. But right now, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I'm pu- I'm putting yours out. I've been trying, like I was telling you about the YouTube. I've been just trying to get videos, like video footage. So that the YouTube can actually have like consistent videos, like how you told me. Yeah. I, I, you know, like I wrote a poem for each um, shirt, but I'm trying to find a way. I was going to have my kids read it because I. I oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Because I just, I, you know, if I'm on screen every now and again, that's cool. I don't want it to be yeah. a consistent thing. Yeah. And that's cool. You know, that's, that's what you feel. So you got to do what you feel, yeah. you know, where, where you're comfortable. So you got four minutes. Tell me. Okay. Like, 
one thing on a bucket on a bucket list oh man the bucket list i don't i don't know like because uh, my bucket list things are usually like goals in my career like i don't have a bucket list like oh i want to go you know walk the streets of tokyo before i die or like i don't have oh, okay. that my, my bucket list things are always like you know i want to hit certain goals which is boring I you know you. i know but it's, it's right. certain goals in, in my career you know okay so here check this out yeah i have a uh an acronym for death and it's gonna it's on one of my shirts i'm i'm making but it's it goes like this so death is like don't ever assume they're healthy what made you think of that i don't know it just came to me i was like thinking about like you know a lot of people think like oh i'm fine i'm fine yeah and they don't go to a doctor or you know they don't know they have a genetic thing and death is it is it is it like a personal thing or like if you're looking at a friend like don't assume that friend or is exactly. it to yourself don't, don't don't assume that someone else is healthy okay and it could be mentally and they'll go that way you know people end it that way it could be your friend drinks a lot and you're like well that's his life and i'm his friend but i'm not gonna get into that and yeah you, you know what i mean but if they're drinking that much then there's usually something wrong you know whatever beyond drugs i'm talking not like cannabis i'm talking like you know hard drugs right 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 but but death is like oh i'll see you later and you always think like that's what we're talking about the regrets like you always think like oh i'm gonna see him later and then oh you will see him later and then you don't yeah yeah you know what i mean so it's like you might you might think they're healthy but you know what you know that's what my mom because my mom's my mom's health isn't 100 percent right now and she always talks about like you know she's you know when she's gonna pass and i'm like mom I can go and pick us up some food and not make it back home. Exactly. So, you know, so, so, so don't be talking about, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going think about it soon, like that. you know? Yeah. yeah don't, don't think about it like that. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm more like, like I have the attitude of, uh, when my mom says, when I, when I got out the hospital, she was like, why are you in the car driving to the beach? You could have the, yeah. And there could be an earthquake too. And hits me in the head with a, you know, a, yep. light, a light bulb hit me in the right spot. And then I'm, you know, no longer here. Totally. What difference does it make? You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Yep. And totally agree with you. Yeah. So I just don't even, you know, I think you hurt yourself trying to avoid everything. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you uh, for coming to Stories and Solutions. I got Chris here. I am Mr. Todd. And uh, this was great. Thank you uh, for inviting me on. Yeah. So it's always nice talking to you, man. So yeah. <laughs> take it easy. <laughs>